Hey, sweet friends, my name is Chef Schomburg. I started my baking business with a bottle of Di Serrano and one Bundt cake pan. Fast forward to today from news to magazines, speaking on national stages and more, I can truly say that baking has changed my life. So now, as a bakery business coach, I get to help others have the same success. I've helped hundreds of my students across the world in my global membership program create six-figure businesses, mainly from home. The Baking for Business podcast is an extension of that. From actionable tips to valuable tools and resources that can impact you as a business owner. I truly believe, y'all, we would never have been given a gift if we couldn't profit and prosper from it. So come on, darling. What are you waiting for? Hey, you guys. Wow. I miss you guys so much, y'all. Today is going to be fun. Let's get into it real quick. Do me a favor. I want you to get out pen and paper because that is all you are going to need for today. Just a piece of paper. And if you're bold, eventually you're actually going to tag me and let me see what you come up with on that piece of paper because I just want to make sure that you're doing the work. If I haven't said so already, Happy New Year. This is actually my first podcast of 2023. I did one with my students, Kyle and Megan, who were amazing, who did $1,000 a day as home bakers from home. And you guys have actually taken that episode and you've turned it into the top two most downloaded episodes on this podcast. Of course, following my student, Monique, who made $1,000 a day with cinnamon rolls. And so What this lets me know is that I love that you guys are getting motivated by others. This also lets me know that anything is possible if we put our minds to it and if we believe. And this is more so the direction that I want to make sure that the podcast always takes. You know, the podcast is dedicated to motivation and inspiration from not just me, but other people. And I love putting other people front and center, number one, because I believe they deserve it. Number two, because I think that's honestly one of the best ways for us to learn, right, guys, is when we see so many multiple examples of what is done and what is possible. Um, And number three, because they deserve it. They, They deserve it. We all deserve a platform for others to shine. And I hope that this podcast is that for other bakers, cottage food entrepreneurs, food entrepreneurs uh, in period. And shout out to, I've been noticing and hearing that a lot of charcuterie board people follow and listen. So shout out to all of y'all. Y'all are food entrepreneurs too. Even though I use the word baking, I appreciate the love from the charcuterie community. Y'all are extra sweet. Speaking of being sweet, I have to share some sweet love with you as this is my first episode of the new year. You know, one of the things I do as a coach is I am always teaching strategy uh, inside my membership. That's what we're all about. No worries. The doors are closed, so you can't get in. But inside my membership, we're all about I'm all about strategy. I'm all about showing people, walking them through step by step by step. But one of the things I notice as I develop my walk as a coach is that You can give people all the strategy in the world, but if they suffer with self-doubt, if they suffer with lack of confidence, 
then it's going to be really, really hard because strategy honestly won't help until they get over those mental roadblocks. And so I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I want to be positive today, but it wouldn't be me if I didn't give you love and if I didn't tell you that I care and I want more for you. So today we're going to talk about how to overcome self-doubt in your business. As the new year kicks off, everyone sets these goals, new year, new me, and, and it's great to have goals. It really, really is. And then sometimes in February, we stagger off. And so now that the hype of January has gone because the month has changed, my goal as a coach, honestly, I have to keep that hype up for my students all year long. That's really my role. I feel like I'm their biggest hypester. I'm their biggest cheerleader. I have to show up. I have to give a loving kick in the pants, push in the pants. And to every single one of you guys who listen to this podcast, we're up to over 35,000 downloads. I hope that is what I provide for you. But I want you to know that it doesn't matter if you take a class. It doesn't matter if you sign up for something. It doesn't matter if you have a mindset to invest. If you sit on the knowledge and the opportunities that are presented to you because of self-doubt, it's going to hold you back. And so real quick, we're going to knock that out. I'm actually trying to keep this episode under 20 minutes because I really, really want to be intentional with what I share with you. I want you to be able to knock this out on your lunch break, on your ride home. And I want a tangible, y'all, I'm holding y'all to this. I want a tangible piece of paper, notebook. I don't care if you write it on your hand because maybe you don't even have no paper in traffic, but I want to see something that you wrote down, something that you took from this. And that's, that's all I ask because when you guys participate, when you guys let me know that what I say resonates, that feeds me. On days when I have self-doubt, on days when I say, damn, am I am I a good coach or are people listening to me or am I am I crazy? Should, should I even continue doing this? Does anybody care? Y'all, everybody struggles with self-doubt, even your girl. But I do know that there is a way for us to get through it. So let's go ahead and do it. Overcoming self-doubt in business can be a challenge, but it is doable. It's so normal to doubt yourself when you're starting a business, but guess what? There are also three other aspects that I've noticed where self-doubt comes in. Self-doubt comes in when it's time for us to raise our prices, especially as solopreneurs. Self-doubt comes in when it's time for us to show up on social media, when it's time for us to show our skill set, show behind the scenes as we learn and as we realize, okay, these are things I need to do. Then self-doubt kicks in because it's like, wait a minute, I'm no, no, no Liz Merrick. I'm no Ron Ben Israel. Like you want me to show people how I decorate my behind the scenes, like my little cakes, like I'm just a little crazy nobody, right? It's sad that we have those thoughts. That's when self-doubt kicks in. I know this on social media. Self-doubt also kicks in when it's time for us to grow. When we face challenges, when we're scaling, when opportunities present ourselves, we think, oh my gosh, is that for me? Or, well, I'm just a small business or uh, should you want me to invest in that bridal show? Like it's, it's just little old me. I mean, will they even like me? Will I even yield a result? The three aspects that I find that solopreneurs struggle with self-doubt the most is pricing, 
is social media and is in growing in business, just growing in business. Because as an entrepreneur, you're going to get challenged with so many different things because no one gives you the guidebook on what should be done. And even when they do give you the guidebook, let's say you do unlock it. Like I said, I'm all about strategy and tactical. If you don't believe in yourself, you can have all the plays in the world. But when that self-doubt kicks in, how do you overcome that? I remember one of the last times I had it was when I was ending my partnership. I kept thinking, okay, so should I just maybe do courses? Like, do I even really need a membership? Are people going to get upset? Because, you know, I'm the, I'm the tough love person. So some people are going to pick their sides. And what happens if I'm not the side they pick? When stuff like that happens, I walk myself through these same exercises that I'm about to walk you through. Because guess what? It's natural. It's natural. And I think sometimes when we see people who are successful, we think, Oh, they never struggle with self-doubt. They never struggle with confidence. They're not afraid. Y'all, I've told this story before, but I remember my first time cutting on the camera going live. There was only one person there. I sucked. It wasn't the, the type of broadcast I have now with maybe like streaming technology and all this other kind of stuff. No, it, it, it sucked. And I doubted myself, but I showed up and I worked through it. Successful entrepreneurs have moments of sinking confidence when a challenge presents itself. But those moments, which we call self-doubt, they can actually cause us more stress and worry. And then they come at the worst times until we address them. And so here are the tips, if you have your pen and paper, that I want you to work through. There's seven steps. And we're going to go through them so quick, I promise. But number one is I want you to identify what triggers your self-doubt. And then once you identify it, I want you to be comfortable with it. So is your self-doubt triggered by scrolling on social media and falling into a trap of comparison? Is your self-doubt triggered by a loved one that doesn't support your goals or your dreams? Like, what is it that's actually contributing to your self-doubt? Is your self-doubt because maybe you've tried this thing called entrepreneurship? I meet so many bakers who also do acrylic work. Maybe they've done candles. They've had other ventures before. So this isn't their first walk or rodeo trying to run a business. So first we have to identify it. And the reason why we have to identify it is because once we identify it, we know when to expect it. And we can also recognize it. Y'all, that's one of the biggest things with people is that they struggle with overcoming anything. It could be perfectionism, analysis, paralysis, lack of confidence, which essentially is self-doubt. But the reason why they struggle so much is because they want to hide from it versus facing it front on. So tip number one is I want you to identify what triggers it. Write it down. If it's a person, name out that person. If it's Johnny. Write it down, write it down. But remember, I told you, you need pen and paper because as always, we have to write the vision, make it plain. We have to have an action plan in order to get through it so that we can get a tangible result. You know, by definition, self-doubt is honestly the lack of confidence in a skill set or ability. And if we recognize that there is a lack, now we have to work backwards and say, okay, how can I go from lack to overflow? Because that's what I want for you guys. I don't want there to be a lack. I don't want there to be a lack of confidence. I want there to be an overflow of confidence. So once we identify what it is, 
and recognize it. The next thing in step one is I want you to write, is it true or false? And the thing is that it's false because it's just a feeling. You don't know that you'll suck at the thing you are going to try. You don't know that showing up on social media is going to be bad for you because it won't. But you just plant those seeds in your mind. And if you tell yourself that you believe it, you don't know that raising your prices is going to be a bad thing because it's not. But you feel it and you think it, not just because of self-doubt, but also because of fear. So now that we've addressed it and identified where it's coming from, number two is I want you to name a person that is succeeding at the very thing that you have self-doubt in believing. Because guess what? Someone is succeeding at the thing you are doubting yourself in right now. And do you want to know why they're succeeding? It's only because they decided to show up for themselves and have confidence. So you're like, oh, shit, chef. Well, thanks. How is that going to help? Well, the reason why it's going to help is because when you look on this paper, when it's all said and done, if someone is succeeding at what you want to do, If you operate from a fixed mindset, your mindset will say, well, they're doing it. There's no room for me. This is why I had doubt. I won't be good enough to hell with that crap. But if you operate from a growth mindset, which is what I want a lot of you guys to say, you'll say, holy crap, I'm tripping. If 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 Kate by Courtney can show up every day and share pictures of her decorating just simple cakes, so can I. If Baking with Blondie can make money and have a book off of cake mix recipes. No shade, just fat. So can I. Right? If people from my local neighborhood can go on Food Network shows and succeed, so can I. So the fact that it's being done is the universe giving you that little push that, hey, this can be done. You're tripping. You're just sitting in self-doubt. So if another person is succeeded at what we're doubting, then that's how we know that it's self-doubt. Because it can be done, that lets us know that we are also able to succeed in doing the very same thing. So number two, now that we've identified someone who's doing what it is that we want to do, what it is that we have doubts in, and they're killing it, tip number three is that I want you to find validation from within. Now I want to turn the tables to you and I want you to remind yourself of your successes and your accomplishments. I literally want you to write out things that you've overcome in life that you thought you wouldn't. It could be surviving a divorce. It can be applying for your occupational license to start your business. It can be going live for the very first time. Anything that scared you, but you've overcome it. Maybe it was giving birth. Maybe it was surviving childhood trauma. Somewhere in you, you have been victorious at doing something. But now that you're trying something new, it feels more like you're a victim, more like you're going through again something that you can't survive. And so what I want you to do is change the mindset and call yourself a victor. I want you to claim victory. I want you to claim your wins. And so we don't do that enough as women. I tell my students all the time, honey, if you've been featured somewhere, put that issue in your bio, put it on your website. You wave your press and your accomplishments out loud and proud. You don't run from it. 
So I want you to write down the things that you have accomplished. Because when that self-doubt kicks in, I need you to look at that list, number three. And I said, I gave that three for a reason because I solely believe, I solely believe you accomplish those things with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's three right there. So those three live inside of you. So tip number three, when you find the validation that comes from within you and you remind yourself of the things that you've accomplished, you'll realize that what you're trying to now accomplish going forward is actually not that hard because you've overcome some pretty tough stuff. Tip number four, you're doing it right now, is to actually write a visual list. Remember, I asked you to do that in the beginning. And the reason why is because when things are written out, we have a record of it. It's almost like we're doing something three times. Our mind is thinking it, our hand is writing it, and then our eyes are looking at it. And then the more we actually see the things that we want to become, the more we actually see the steps to follow. We kind of have a guide. We have something to fall back on when times get hard. So now that you have a visual list and you're able to remind yourself of your successes, your accomplishments, you've identified what triggers the self-doubt, you've called it out. And there's nothing wrong with calling it out. I don't mean you have to call a person out, but I mean, you've called it out on paper. You've spoken it out of your mind and said, you know what? I do struggle with this. I'm going to identify it head on. This is the person. This is the thing. Now that you've done all those things and you have your list, tip number five is that I want you to surround yourself with people who can help you work through that list. And the reason being is because there is power in proximity. And I cannot stress that enough. I say it all the time. Your net worth is equivalent to your network. And sometimes we have people in our circle that don't make it feel more like a circle. They make it feel more like a cage. And it's imperative that as an entrepreneur, you have people that you can go to. I know the other night I was having a bad night. There's a a group of coaches that I talked to and I was able to say, hey, and they were able to pour into me and lift me up. Amazing women. I cannot stress the power of community enough. It's why I provide one for my own students, because I know community hearing from other men, women, like-minded individuals who are going through what you are going through. Everyone needs a cheerleader. Everyone deserves someone rooting for them in their corner. And so if you don't have that, find that person, whether that's an accountability buddy, someone who you're cool with on social media and you say, hey, do you mind being accountability buddies? Can we meet up once a week and maybe, you know, jam and do this thing called business? Or if you're a member of the entrepreneur community, my group coaching call, my group coaching membership, sorry, then maybe it's me. Maybe you'll hop on a call and say, hey, chef, can we talk about these feelings? Can we can we work this out? This is what I'm going through because that's what I provide. No pitch. The doors are closed. <laughs> You're more than welcome to join us back in 2024. But it doesn't matter what it is. You just need that person. It could be someone at church. It could be someone on the job. It could be a colleague. But I want you to surround yourself with supportive people. Next is I want you to take baby steps. So let's say whatever this is, maybe it's showing up for yourself more on social media. How can you take small baby steps and say, okay, first, I'm going to commit to posting this amount of times a day. Next, I'm going to commit to doing this. Next, I'm going to commit to doing that. So break down your goals into baby steps. 
but then give those baby steps a date because I'm a firm believer that if your dreams don't have dates, they're not real. A goal is simply a dream that you attach a date to because we can dream about ish all day long, but if we don't have a date saying, hey, this needs to be done by here, I'm going to work on this by here, then we never really hold ourselves accountable. That's why when the new year starts, people have these big old laundry list of stuff, but because they don't break it down and they don't give it dates, now there's no sense of accountability. And especially if they don't have a mentor or a coach or someone to check in on them and say, hey, remember you you said you wanted to do this, but I noticed you haven't been doing it. What's going on? That's why accountability is so big. All right. So now that we've done that, Tip six was take baby steps. Tip five was surround yourself with supporting people. Tip four is write the list and we have our list. Tip three is now we have our successes, accomplishments. We've written down the things that we have done and we have overcome. Tip two is that we found the person who's doing the thing that we want to do. And tip one, I've gone all the way backwards, is that we've identified what triggers the self-doubt and what stops us from doing what we want to do. That brings me all the way to tip seven celebrate your success as you move forward. I said it earlier, but one of the things that we don't do enough is we do not celebrate our accomplishments. In my group, I make my students, I don't necessarily, I want to say make them, I don't force them, but I always show them what a win is. I show them that it's okay to win. Everybody's going to have a win, be it a small win, a big win, be it a thousand dollars a day in sales or hell. Maybe it's like one of my most recent students who did $5,000 a day in sales. You never know, but whatever your win is, if it's going live for the first time, but you have to celebrate that because it's what gives you that little momentum and it's what gives you that adrenaline rush to say, okay, I can do it. I'm more than a conqueror. I can overcome it. And celebrating might be treating yourself to something something that you deserve, maybe a new business tool, maybe a new toy. I don't want to say a new uh, cake or bacon item because I don't want you to go broke, but I just want you to understand that when you acknowledge your accomplishments and you reward yourself for even the smallest of wins, everything else is a domino effect. And so also use others' wins. When you see other people winning, use that to fuel your fire and go, bam, there it is. I see it. That's the universe showing me that it can be done. And I don't need to believe the self-doubt that I have. Because if we don't start recognizing those things we struggle with, we'll never get stronger at them. We'll never be able to address them. We'll never be able to move forward. We'll never be able to grow our business. I can give you all the strategy in the world, but if we don't overcome why we doubt, why we lack, why we have confidence. If we don't start doing that work, then the strategies won't won't help. We've got to start doing the work and realizing, is this a heart problem? Is it something we believe? Is this a hand problem? Is it really our skill set or something that we're going through? Or is it a head problem? Is it something that we're telling ourselves? Is it something that we're not overcoming? Is it a wall that we're putting up that we don't know how to break down? I want to help you break down those walls. Baking has changed my life. I cannot tell you how much. And helping others live out their dreams, generate income in their business, allowing their business to help them to amplify their voice and create an income 
is something that I cannot get enough of. And I want that same success for you. But I need you to overcome any self-doubt that you have in order for us to move on and to be prosperous and to not just have hype in January, but to keep it all year long. Because I'm going to be here. I'm going to be, if you're an entrepreneur community member, I'm going to be in your social media, in your DM calling you. I'm going to be on your ass. And even if you're not a member, find that, like I said, find that person Find that support buddy, because that's what accountability is. You need accountability. One of the books I want to recommend to you guys, I'm reading a book now called Woman Evolved by Sarah Jake Roberts, and I'll link it below. But I want you to understand that as you move forward, there is greatness inside of you. I always believe you would never have been given a gift if you couldn't profit and prosper from it. And you hear me say that a thousand times. But I also want you to understand that there are so many amazing Bible scriptures and parables and things that you have to tap into because you need that fuel. The word is your fuel. It's what's going to get you through. It's what's going to get you through those mental blocks. It's what's going to get you the tenacity to go on when you feel you can't go on anymore. It's what's going to get you through that first time when you do it and you're like, I suck. That's good. Sucking is good. Do you, do you know what sucking understands for? You surrendered to the underlining circumstances and you knocked it out of the park. That's what I want you to think about now when you suck. S is that you surrender. Remember we talked about recognizing it in step one? U is underlining. So we address, is it a hand problem, a heart problem, a head problem? What's the problem? We found the underlying problem. C, the circumstance. We surrender to the underlining circumstance, be it a person, a place, a thing. And then K, we knocked it out the park. Your first try is just going to be that. It's going to be you knocking out the park, not because it's perfect, but simply because you decided to not listen to self-doubt and show up for yourself. And it's only going to get better after that. Ladies, for all my spouses listening, remember the first time you made love? I bet it wasn't like the time you did last week, right? You probably had a lot of self-doubt. But the more you do it, the better you get. Y'all know I got to leave y'all with a provocative joke because, hey, I wouldn't be me. Remember, self-doubt is something that we all have, but it's not a feeling that I want you to stay in. You were born to do amazing things, and I know you can. If this message helped, do me a favor, tag me on social media at bakingforbusiness.com. I want to see your list. Cover it. You don't have to show it all to me. You could just screenshot a little snippet of it, but let me know that you're doing what you need to do to take the steps to overcome self-doubt. Don't just let this go through one ear and out the other. Do the exercise. Do the work because I want to see you win. You can also follow me on Instagram or TikTok if that's your jam at bakingforbusiness.com uh, at bakingforbusiness, period. <laughs> but you can also follow the website too at bakingforbusiness.com. I'll always be here for you. And if you haven't, if you've been listening to the podcast as the new year has started, write a review. Reviews are awesome sauce. They are what help me when I have my own self-doubt. I love hearing from you guys and I appreciate you guys so much. All right. Take care. Bye for now.